luminous souls. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your presence is both welcome and needed in this sacred space. This is Faith Inspired Action, the podcast. I am Tara Todd, multi-passionate healer, faith fanatic, plant medicine enthusiast, and co-creating queen. Nope, never been called modest. (laughs) But I am your host and I am so excited to venture on this journey with you. I help people remember who they are and harness their power to curate the life they desire. So we'll have conversations around mindset, metaphysics, faith, personal development, and expansion. I believe in one consciousness and the interrelation of all living things. So let's water each other's tree, nourish one another's soil, and empower humanity to align, transform, and transcend into their divinity. I am all about the healing, wholeness, and as a collective, living our most sovereign and authentic lives. I am extending my branch to you, so let's jump right in. Hello, hello, my luminous souls, and welcome to episode two of Faith Inspired Action, the podcast. Look at us going into another episode big things popping over here at Faith Inspired Action, (laughs) y'all. So thank you. Thank you so much for being with me today. Um, I'm actually sitting outside today, so you will hear some noises and things. But again, we do the unedited route here. I like to keep it 100 and completely natural and organic. So enjoy. (laughs) Today's episode is all about the creation of faith-inspired action, or fire. We on fire, y'all. It's so crazy that the initials to my business sound like fire, because I'm a fire sign, and uh, I like fire. (laughs) It It is my favorite element, and we'll talk more about that later, but yeah, just so crazy. But anyway, Today's episode's about why I created the brand and also why it's so important for you guys to be here with me. So take it all in, you guys. Um, and we'll just, we'll hop right into it. So faith-inspired action for me is an energy. It's one that I live by, I make decisions by, I basically run my life by it. Um, and it's always been a super important part of my life. I was raised in the Christian religion. So the concept of faith is one that I've been fortunate enough to hold for a very long time. And I'll give you a little tangent here. So it wasn't until I moved from the state of New York to North Carolina, smack in the middle of the Bible Belt, that I started to meet black people who had never been to church or practice religion. And I know it's crazy for me as, you know, in this big age that I am, to have ever believed that there were black people who hadn't been to church. But honestly, it's such a prevalent thing in our community that I really had never even thought about it. And so it wasn't even until um, I met one of my beautiful friends here that I, that, you know, she said, oh, yeah, I've never been to church. I, I just really don't understand the concepts and stuff like that, you know, she would say when we would have conversations. So when I initially met her like 18 years ago, I was still attending church. I was very much into the Christian religion still. And um, 
yeah, it was just really interesting because I had invited her to church a couple of times and we would have some conversations, but it was interesting to see how she struggled with the concept of faith. And I almost, it made me kind of grateful because I thought, I bet it was easy for me to grasp faith having grown up in it. Because, you know, as a child, I just think you're so less biased and you have less um, experiences to judge against something. So it's easy to just absorb the concept of faith and learn how to utilize it and, and grow up in it. But as an adult, just creating that level of faith and that connection and relationship with God, I'm thinking is probably quite a bit more challenging um, because you just have so much evidence working against you in this matrix we live in. So anyway, I just say all that to say it really opened my eyes and gave me a new perspective, which I love. Um because it helps me understand now that I, you know, when I have clients who don't come from a faith-based religion and haven't practiced it um, their whole life, I have a little bit of more insight now than I would have ever had before. So anyway, it just really makes me grateful for um, those experiences. So even though I don't attend church and I don't um, believe in religion, uh, I still very much believe in God and hold a lot of things dear to my heart that I have learned um, growing up in church. But yeah, so to get back at it, trust me, my mom and grandmother, like they made sure we were in church multiple times a week. Like there was Sunday, of course, and that was um, sometimes Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings. Then there were Wednesdays. And then, of course, over the summer, you had vacation Bible school and like other little events. And my mom had us dressed and ready and waiting every single time (laughs) there was something going on. Um, So during that time while I lived with my mom, I was raised primarily non-denominational. But I did, as an adult, later on do a long stint with the Pentecostal church and then about a decade in the Baptist church. And I think those will be conversations that will also come about because I've got some stories and some insight uh, and some things that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. Um, And yeah, also just can't even forget to mention my father's actually a very conservative Baptist pastor. Now, normally when I tell people that they're like, oh yeah, PK, pastor's daughter, pastor's kid, you were trouble, but the reality is I didn't grow up with him uh, in that role. I was already an adult when he became a minister and then a pastor. So, um, so yeah, it was not that situation, but nice try. <laughs> there is no excuse for my behavior, so don't put it on the PK situation. <laughs> it's all me, y'all. I admit it. It's all me. But, um... But yeah, oh, and rest assured, I am, regardless of the fact that I am now an adult and was an adult when he became a minister and then a pastor, um, I was still getting sermons, y'all. I'm still getting sermons to this day, uh, Bible quotes, and lots and lots of prayer, which I am grateful for. So yes, I'm, I'm getting all the goods. They, they make sure I am consistently covered. How's that? Um, so yeah, so for me, 
I really became connected to my faith and, and faith became just something that I intentionally practiced when I became a teenage mom and moved out on my own at 17 which sounds totally crazy. Well, maybe it doesn't considering, you know, what we see in this matrix today. Um, But during that time, to be honest, there was really no other way to survive than to depend on my relationship with God. Those days held so much uncertainty and instability, you know, so it really just kind of bolstered and strengthened my beliefs and, I just felt like God was the only sure and definite support that I had to cling to. So as a result of those experiences, it just kind of begun all on its own, where every time I had a big decision ahead of me, I just kind of anchored in my faith. And I would just ask God, like, please give me clarity, give me guidance, or just strengthen me to handle whatever it was I was dealing with in those moments. Um, And that always worked for me. God has come through in ways so miraculous and so amazing that it just, it blows my mind sometimes. Um, Even with my relocation from New York to North Carolina, people ask me all the time, what made you come all this way? You know, especially like I didn't know a soul here. I didn't have family or friends in Charlotte. Um, I didn't have a job when I came. I was a, a single mom and I have very little savings. And people ask me all the time, like, tell me about that. And it's like, sometimes I don't even know how to describe it. It was so divine, you guys. Like, there were things happening for me and through me that I was not initiating. I was like the puppet and God held the strings and was literally just orchestrating everything for me. So things were just literally falling into place and I was taking action on things, not even fully conscious. It was like just random things I would do that were a part of the relocation and the preparation for it. And I was like, well, what made me stop and do that? You know, after the fact, I'd be like, I wonder what made me do that. And it was like, literally, God was just operating. And and looking back on it, I understand so fully that it needed to be that way to make sure that I followed through with the relocation and to open me up to this amazing and gorgeous life I have now. Um, so yeah, that's just one example. I had another really great story around purchasing my first home and God has just, yeah, he continuously blows my mind and I continuously go back to the well, um, to drink. So, uh, yeah, it's been a super important part of my entire journey and don't get me wrong. I, I pray about the small stuff too. I talk to God (laughs) quite often and um and yeah it's it's good in every sense and it's needed and it's necessary for me and trust me I've also tried it the hard way I've tried kind of pushing against things happening and and or forcing trying to force things and feeling that resistance and And I think it's out of those experiences where I was trying to work against things or force my way or I need to have this now. It was in that where I could feel kind of 
the um, divine ebb and flow where when you're in flow and you're just, you know, anchoring in the intuition and the guidance God's giving you and you're following his direction, it just flows and things just like your soul knows and you just move in such a beautiful, you know, transcendent way. And when you don't do that, for me, again, that there's, there was just a lot of resistance and unhappiness and disappointment. And even if I was able to force something to actually work, it would work for a short period of time. So that has been my experience. Um, and yeah, once I bumped my head a, enough times, I understood about t- divine timing. And also understood that sometimes it's not, like, God's not necessarily saying no. He might be saying not right now, which is the divine timing. But also, it might be that I have to do some leveling up in order to get that blessing and get that next goal and achieve that thing or manifest that desire. Um, And so that's what I learned, too, is like, yeah, check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) But yeah, check check in and see like where do I need to grow in order to obtain this? Um, and so, yeah, it was those experiences that kind of taught me what works and what doesn't. And for me, by letting God have the driver's seat, it my faith just drives me into the right inspired action and then magic happens. And that's it. Um, so I try my best to live more in a flow st- state, more being open and allowing and knowing that everything is supposed to, um, that everything that is supposed to be will be as long as I do my part, my portion. Um, so, yeah. And as my relationship with God and with myself as that relationship has grown, I receive so much intuition and clarity and guidance on a regular basis now. Um, And I didn't always have that either. So it's been really, really amazing. My conversations with God are are even more real and and deeply feeling. And to be honest, I think it's um, my faith, excuse me, my faith and let me take a sip of water give me one sec guys (laughs) yes so what was i saying i think it's my um my faith who that's really brought me through the last couple years with this like just the pandemic um living in a way with so much assurance and comfort and peace while the majority of the world just clung to concepts of lack and scarcity and fear. Um, And so that's, you know, that's been just my experience. So I say all that, (laughs) all of that, to just show you that, you know, I named my company Faith Inspired Action because It is taking inspired action from a place of faith, talking to God first and then listening for that guidance, for that intuition um, and following through. Um, Now, if you listen to the previous episode, you know a little bit about what got me here. 
And you know that I started really leaning into personal development and spirituality and metaphysics after my dark night of the soul. Um, and since then, you know, as I, as I healed and came out of that hole and just got to a place where every day I was feeling really good and every day I do feel really good and, and more and more and that just continues to grow. Um, and I'm learning so many incredible things about energetics and personal power and about our bodies and what biologically happens with traumas and, and knowing how to repattern and heal um, those areas. And this, this space that I'm in is just it lights me up and it's just so fulfilling and purposeful and um and what happened as i was learning all of these concepts and and just you know in my in in my glory just you know relishing in all of the ideas and, and different theories and uh philosophies that i was learning i was really excited to share you know, with friends and family, what I was learning and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to blow their mind. They're going to open their eyes and see what I see and hear what I hear. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, how did we live without this? None of that happened, y'all. None of that happened. I realized very quickly that people outside of the coaching communities I was in and kind of the spirituality and personal development realm um, they really had no interest. People were happy to be blind, deaf, and dumb in circumstances where I was asking them to think outside the box or to view a different perspective or to telling them about how taking accountability is so life-changing. Um, anything that required people to take an action outside of their comfort zone, anytime that was the part of the discussion, they were really not interested. And I just felt very much alone and like, gosh, I've got all this insane information and insight. And even though I have these big communities online that I'm a part of, I wanted someone in my real physical, tangible life to share it with you know I want to I want someone I could say hey girl let's go get coffee and talk about the universal laws you know what I'm saying like it's a different vibe when you're in someone's energy and having these conversations versus having them over the internet um, or through a medium such as this right there is a difference you can still feel my energy this way but it's still different than if you were with me um and so, yeah, I would just was disappointed. And yeah, and, and honestly, as I begin to have like some of the conversations with people, um, it just really became more and more clear that if I wanted a community where I could have these open conversations and, and with people who were very much interested and wanted to be a part of them, that I, it was something that I was going to have to build myself. And so, yeah, that's where we are now. That is where we are now. What's been interesting for me, too, is like I noticed that when I do speak 
um, about, you know, when I do teach and, and share in concepts, I notice that it's a, a lot of younger people who are more open to seeing things differently and to having a new perspective and a new view. And I really love that. I love that because they're the next leaders. Um, um, but I also just love that because their youthful energy also, you know, keeps me youthful and energized. And so I like inter- interacting with um, young people. I, I do have older people who also have these conversations, but just not as many. I just personally have found that it is younger people who just gravitate to me um, much more, more quickly. Which is interesting because I even feel that way in my friendships that I young young people seem to gravitate to me. Um, so yeah, just super interesting. But um, but anyways, so the point I'm making is just that I felt like the number of people that I could have these conversations with outside of my coaching world was extremely small. And I just really wanted a community where like-minded souls, no matter how new to this or experienced in it they are, that they could come and have authentic and transparent conversations and, and that we could encourage one another to continue to heal and grow. You know, I really just want to swap stories of magic and manifestation and be blown away um, by your stories while simultaneously having, you know, all my thoughts confirmed of how incredibly amazing and phenomenal life gets to be. I absolutely love hearing the wonder that others have experienced and what they've been able to achieve because if nothing else, it's reassurance that anything is possible and it helps to unwire the conditioning that tries to tell us were greatly limited, which actually could not be further from the truth. Um, and that's why the things that are happening on this planet are so powerful. The amount of conditioning and programming and limiting of personal power is literally beyond description. The deception is, you know, so real. And then when you wake up and you realize it, you like it. And I mean, truly have your spiritual awakening. It's the most clear as day yet unbelievable circuitry beyond what you could ever have imagined it really really is and that's unfortunate so that's why I'm so passionate about sharing our stories and building one another up and um, increasing our faith and our beliefs and our personal power and stepping into that power and making life-changing decisions and living happy and abundant and feeling free Um, because that is here for us it's available to us and it is our birthright Um, and that's why it's so important for you guys to be here that that everything that I just said is why I personally need you and why this community needs you. This podcast is as much about your stories and journeys and growth and transformation as it is about mine. And I'm really looking forward to being able to um, welcome some of you to join me on this platform and offer your story and your triumph and teach us something new and, and share your perspective and your cure. 
I truly, truly desire for us to have a real sense of community here. And I am extremely excited to build that with you. So next, I want to just get into a little bit about the branding for Faith Inspired Action, just so you have some context, um, because I'm a big, I, I don't know that I'm a huge symbolism person, but when things are very important, I think to me, the symbolism kind of lights me up. So if you look at the logo, you should see my face, the profile of my face in a tree outlined. Um, and if you look in the trunk of the tree, that is a microphone. Yes. Um, so this vision was actually channeled one night during a fantastic conversation I was having with God about my business. Well, with God and with my soul, who you know are one and the same. Um, but yeah, it is. So what this de- this uh, logo depicts is me receiving information from an organic source and then sharing it with the world. The tree represents my roots implanted in Gaia and also into my faith. So I believe that everything is connected, one consciousness. It's the same energy, the God energy that runs through me, that also runs through Mother Earth, Gaia, and all the animals, and all the plants. It's completely pure, divine, and organic. What's interesting about the tree, do you ever notice with a tree like how roots and branches look very similar? One's anchored into the earth and the other is reaching towards the heavens. Well, if you look at the branches that are coming up into my hair and kind of flowing backward, that's the knowledge flowing into my brain and then obviously going to be regurgitated out into the world through the microphone on this medium here. So you get the idea. Um, So there's quite a bit of symbolism in there. Uh, The tree and the reference um, to Mother Earth is the, honestly, the epitome of the divine feminine, which I've worked really, really hard to anchor into. Um, When I began my journey, I was still operating in full-on masculine mode. And this is also a conversation we'll have. So if you're someone who's not real clear on the divine masculine and divine feminine, it it will be covered. Um, So we'll be looking forward to that. But but yeah, I'm learning now to embody more of my feminine. And it's really been rewarding. Learning to lean back and feel supported. Learning how to receive and just sharpening my intuition and focusing on being more heart-centered and forgiving and passionate and nurturing, um, just to name a few things, right? A few uh, characteristics of the divine feminine. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that combo. One thing about nature that fascinates me um, is that it's always an integrity. It remains an integrity. It does exactly what it's meant to do, whether that is to grow and build and lift up, or if it's to kill, destroy, and repurpose. The nature just always stays in integrity. And I'm fascinated by that because I think it's a huge lesson that I like to anchor in, is always being in the integrity of who I desire to be, no matter what. Um, and that's something that I consistently work on. Um, yeah, so just anchoring into my sovereignty and 
to the level where like nothing shakes me. That's where I desire to be. Another cool synchronicity between me and the logo is that my name Tara, T-A-R-A, actually derives from the Latin word ter, T-E-R-R, which means um, earth or land. So again, you see me, Tara, in the logo, soaking up knowledge, guidance, creativity, sustainability, soaking that up through the organic source depicted as a tree with roots of life literally flowing through me. So yeah, I think those are like the high, higher up things of uh, synchronistic items that you'll see in the logo and... Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just been what's been um, really mystical, I guess, about me channeling this. And who knows, as I evolve, there may be other synchronicities and other messages um, that are buried in that logo for me to uncover. Um, so yeah, very interesting. I hope you like that. I hope you vibe with that. Because that is it for today. That is it. So um, until next time, I want to remind you of the important role that you serve in this world. And how much humanity needs you. I love you. And I speak blessings into every area of your life. so much for joining me here at Faith Inspired Action, the podcast. Whether this is your first listen or you join me regularly, I am eternally grateful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do me the honor of liking, subscribing, and leaving me a comment or review. I'm totally up for connecting online too. So please follow me on Instagram at Faith Inspired Action. Then go to my link tree to join my private Facebook group and check out my current offerings. I welcome your questions, feedback, and insights. Also, if you have something amazing to share with the world, I'd love to invite you on a future episode. Just direct message me a basic synopsis of your story and include your email. Until next time, I love your luminous soul and thanks for sharing your light with this community. Music written and produced by my brother, Gabe Taylor at Lord Kingdom Productions. All rights reserved. Oh, 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 oh,